Welcome to the Real Happy Mom podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life. And today on episode number 49, we're going to be talking to Darlene, and she's going to give us three simple tips to get the most done as a busy mom. Now, if you need some strategy on making sure that you are utilizing your time wisely and have some great time management skills, stay tuned to this episode. Now, let's jump into episode number 49 with Darlene. All right, Darlene, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you today. Good good evening. <laughs> yes. So I am excited to dive into this topic that we have today. But before we get into that, I just wanted you to tell us a little about you and your business. So I'm a mother and a wife. I have three children. One is 11. Nope, he just turned 12. Okay. 11. A five-year-old and a one-year-old. So they range from different age groups. So I find myself in issues of dealing with time management a little different because I have three different, totally different age groups, school kids and infants. Mm -hmm. I'm a full-time working mom and I commute to work about 45 minutes one way. Okay. um, I live in the DC area. So if you know about DC Mm -hmm. traffic, it's rough out here. Oh, yes. (laughs) And on the side, I do my um, blog, Family of Four, Mm -hmm. which is for moms like myself who are trying to... um, more likely find themselves and organize their life so they can create their own identity. Because after motherhood, you, sometimes you get lost. So pretty much my blog is more self-help geared. So it's the mom that's trying to reinvent herself, the mom that's trying to find ways to uh, tap back into her passion and wake that passion back up. Yes, yes. I am totally with you on that. And you brought up something there where you're talking about um, the moms that are trying to pretty much just juggle everything. And that's a struggle for working moms. And I know you have systems that can help us to be more productive and get things done during the week. So I just wanted you to talk to us a little bit about your method of brain dumping and how it can help us to be more productive. The brain dump method has been around for a while. Okay. Printable, what I've done is I created different sections because for me, when I was brain dumping, it just seemed messy. So I was just like, okay, everything in my brain, let's go. And then I'm like, I'm forgetting something. What am I forgetting? So when I have this brain dump, you have the one section for work. Okay, what do I need to do for work? So I have to have a meeting at 12 with someone. I have to have this project at work that's due. I'm also a team lead. So I have to look over people's timesheets or anything. And then I have a section for business. What do I need to do in my business? So I have the self, um, the, um, I might have a blog post that has to go out, you know, Pinterest images. Then I have a section for kids. And it kind of also jogs your, mem- your thoughts of what you need to do. So I say, okay, so the kids have, and I always say, it's funny, but it's head, shoulder, knees, and toes. So I think of my children <laughs> in that moment and say, okay, what do I need to do from their head down? okay, my daughter needs her hair done, okay, my daughter needs to go see an eye doctor, or my son needs to go to the dentist, and I, like, work my way down her body and write down along everything I need to do for each child. Then I go to the other section, which is home, and I kind of go through my brain um, each room. So I'll say, okay, so what has to be done in the kitchen? What is a project that has to be done? It might be finished renovating the bathroom, you know, the projects. Mm -hmm. Then I have a, pers- a place for self because we often forget about ourselves. 
So the self part is for you to actually pay attention to that area not being blank. So you want to take care of your hair or meditate might be something you want to do. Get your nails done. Read a book. You know, anything that's for self. And then the last section is just other. And that's other people. Maybe it's family, gifts you got to pick up, birthday parties, you know. And that's the other section. I like to use the brain dump because I feel like when you're a mom, it's so much going on through your mind that one, you can't sleep because it's like your mind is just going and going. And then two, you feel like I can't get anything done. And that's because you really haven't written down what you have to do so you can free up the space to do what you need to do. Gotcha. Gotcha. This is really good because I kind of do a similar brain dump, but I didn't know about the head, shoulders, knees, and toes. One. (laughs) That is awesome. I love it. And I usually don't do other. I usually just do work, home. I think kids is kind of what I do. So I like the, the category of including others. So we include our family members and friends who may have birthdays and other special events because that's important too. And we don't want to overlook, like, overlook those things and then be that sister that I am <laughs> that always forgetting things or is not participating in family events. So that's good. Now, once we've brain dumped, then it's time for the next step, which is probably going to be implementing things. So I just wanted you to walk us through what this looks like for a mom who has a nine to five, a side hustle like you do, and then little ones to care for. Okay. So I would say it's two ways you could go about doing this. So you can either have the block schedule method, which is not really saying one o'clock I'll do this or two o'clock I'll do this. It's more so saying in this section, I will do this. So if your block schedule in the beginning would be for morning would be your morning commute, all the stuff you got to do with getting your kids morning uh, routine together and dropping off kids, all that will be in your morning block. And then your afternoon, uh, afternoon block will be work states from let's say eight to 11 will be work, will be a work block. And it's what you would do in that work block. So mm-hmm. normally I do take care of personal at work. Sometimes if I find a time I'll step away from my desk and also make phone calls if there's doctor appointments that's on my brain dump that I need to take care of. I'll take care of that. And then I'll schedule the lunchtime to blog. So I might have to go out to my car and say, okay, for this hour, I will go out to my car. I will type whatever I can do. Maybe not some days, but I'll try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll, just, you'll just schedule the block so you can know in this block, I will do this. So it's kind of like giving yourself an area to take care of things, but not so much of an anxiety of time. Because I know some people get mm-hmm. anxious when, they're like, oh my goodness, I only have an hour to do this. I like the time slots for me, for okay. myself. I like the time slots because I'm competitive with myself. And I know that if I tell myself, oh, I have until 11 to get this done, I'm going to get it done. Mm-hmm. So the time slots work for me. And I also noticed that, I remember we were talking about this before, but batching. Yes. If you use it on the time blocks, I mean, on the, you know, on the time block, or if you do the daily. The uh, batching works great. So if you're in that block, doing the same things. So everything consists of writing or everything consists of editing or everything consists of coaching calls. I'm not sure what everyone does, but in that block, you just dedicated that event to that block. Whereas you do the time, you could still do the same thing, except for you'll say at one o'clock, two o'clock and three o'clock, I will do editing at these times. And then you'll be more specific. Like, what are, what are you editing? What are you going to actually be doing? 
So that works well for me. I always do top three because sometimes okay. you can get everything done. So I say, okay, out of today for me to feel good about myself, I have to at least do three things. What three things I need to do? And I write it down at the top, like one, two, three, and make sure I at least get those three things done. And that way I can feel like I was productive today. Gotcha. Gotcha. With batching, I know what it looks like for, for me as a blogger. And like you said, doing a lot of the same things in this, that same amount of time, what would it look like if we were trying to do batching within the home? So for me, I would say like, I have a day, what I call administrative day. And that day would be anything that has to take care of kids, home, phone calls, family members. We're going to call those people at the same time. Okay. it out and have anything like okay I have to make this doctor appointment or I have to call somebody to fix the the faucet in the house anything that requires making phone calls and emails will be done on my administrative day mm-hmm. um, something else that I do at home I make sure that the tasks I can do with the kids around are easy to do tasks okay so, okay so fold kit fold clothes while the kids are around you know mm-hmm. put this in the dishwasher while the kids are around when the kids are not around take care of things that you can't do with the kids. Like blogging is so hard with kids around. Mm-hmm. So I got off early today. The kids aren't here I, for about an hour. I'm not going to go in the house and fold clothes with mm-hmm. my hour. I'm going to take my hour and do something that I can't do when they're around and give myself housework to do when they are around. And then, you know, ask them to help, you know, fold some clothes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because I think that is one thing is moms, we don't ask for help enough. And the kids actually can help a lot if you let them. Yes, my kids do chores and my son has chores down pack. They both have two chores a day. And he knows, so my son created a system now that he's like, okay, so on Fridays, I want to be free. Mm. So my four chores on Thursday, I'm like, sure, go ahead. You know, okay. <laughs> out so Friday ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And now just because I, I think it's really awesome that you have the kids doing chores. What are some of the age appropriate chores you have each of the kids doing? Because I know you mentioned a 12 year old all the way down to the one year old. So what do those chores look like? Chores consist of throwing stuff around the house. So chores yes. <laughs> <laughs> is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> he pick up that food off the floor. Yeah. The five-year-old does things like fix the shoes in the shoe closet. She collects trash bags around the house. You know, the trash bag that's in the bathroom, the trash bag that's in the bedroom. She'll collect those mm-hmm. trash bags and she'll bring them downstairs. She'll pick up stuff around the floor. Around the floor. And she'll um what else does she do? And she knows how to fold. She's okay. a very great folder. So mm-hmm. I'll take her her basket of clothes and say, here you go, fold your clothes. And then I'll just put them away. My okay. son is older and he's 12 and he's also five, six. So don't think little 12. Mm. Think all 12. Okay. <laughs> he cleans his own bathroom, takes out the trash. So all the cl- okay. trash my daughter collected, he takes all the trash out, takes it to the front of the house. He also loads and unloads dishes. Mm-hmm. So his chores change depending on what needs to be done. He'll sweep back in the stairs. He could, because he's older, he could do more. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, he, gotcha. We do a lot. And then we have a, a floor vacuum because the one-year-old throws stuff on the floor all day long. So mm-hmm. we just have like the Roomba just goes around. He just, he's a helpful 
family members. <laughs> you know, I've been saying I wanted to get one of those things and I still haven't got one. I think it's time. <laughs> Are amazing. He was cheaper because he was on Amazon. So he's okay. not Roomba. But he goes around is like, he's just, I'll just take him from a room to room and he'll just clean under the bed and everything. He's great. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that. Now you gave us a lot of really good tips on how we can be more productive, but what is one practical tip that you can give us moms today so that we can be better at managing our time? I would say overestimate time okay. instead of overestimate. because I, for me, when I first started doing this, I was frustrated at the end of the day. Like, this is not working. I'm not getting nothing done. Mm -hmm. But I realized I'll tell myself, oh, yeah, I could do this in 30 minutes. And it really takes two hours. Like, it really takes longer than mm -hmm. I thought it did. So instead of me feeling good at the end, like, oh, yes, I completed this. I was like, oh, my goodness. I didn't get this done. I didn't get this done. I, you know, so to kind of overestimate your time and how much you think you want to, how long it's going to take you to do something. That way you give yourself the space that if you need, because, you know, even as parents, some are stay at home parents and it's the constant interruption of mom, I need this mom, I need that. And you're, you might've dedicated 30 minutes, but 10 minutes went to taking care of kids, asking you for random applesauces and juices and stuff. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, I will give myself more time to do this. It will, it'll make you feel better. I like that. And you're totally right. Cause there's so many times I'm like, Oh yeah, I can knock that out real quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it does not happen. Now that was some really good tips that you gave us. I have one question that I ask all of my guests and that is if you could have any superpower, what would it be? I'm not even sure if I'm saying this right, but if it was like tel teleporting, is yes. that what it is? Mm -hmm. I teleport places. Because commuting takes too much time, dropping kids off, <laughs> too much time. I could just, just, you know, be there. I'll save myself so much time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, where can we find you online if we want to learn more about you and get some more of these great tips? Familyoffour.com. Now, family is with my last name. So it's okay. S-E-M-Fam. L-E-A, because my last name is Lee. Okay, nice. <laughs> Of4.com. And it's weird because I had created this before I had the third child, and now I'm like, now we're a family of five, but too late. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did you create that name without even knowing, <laughs> or predicting the future, rather, that you would have this family of four, but it's actually family of five. But it still works. It still yeah. works. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I'll make sure to include that link as well as any of your social media profiles in the show notes. So, darling, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate being here. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 49. That's the numbers four nine. Before I go, I want to make sure that you know about this amazing free resource that my friend Isabel has put together. It's a free online summit called Put the Me Back in Mommy, where 20 experts, including me, have gathered together to inspire you and share with you wisdom and at least one actionable tip that will change your life and get you to be a happy, thriving mom. So make sure you head over to realhappymom.com summit so that you can get registered for this event that starts on October 21st. 
Now that does it for this episode. I'll catch you in the next one.